0: Hey there, it's Vicki Howell here for a little mini-episode of the Craftish Podcast, a pod et, if you will, live from the South by Southwest convention floor. South by Southwest is a huge music, media, and film conference that happens every year in March in Austin, Texas, where I'm based. So this episode is brought to you by our friends over at Penguin Random House Audio. They have always got our ear and let me tell you, I have been listening a ton to them while I have been walking the conference floor. So they uh, specifically like to uh, address us makers and they've created a curated list for our listening pleasure, over at tryaudiobooks.com crafter. So while you're there you can check out a litany of titles, but also you can download a free book called Ivy and Inky the Butterfly by Johanna Bosford. It's a really sort of magical tale made by a fellow maker, and I think that you'll dig it. So go to tryaudiobooks.com to check out that title and really all of the titles. They have so many great books. So during South by Southwest, brands and companies often take over local businesses and make them into their own spaces so that attendees can really experience their, whatever they're trying to promote. And Comcast NBC Universal was one of those companies. So as you may know, NBC has really invested in the makerspace over the past couple of years. Their show Making It starring Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler had a really great success for season one and is currently casting for season two. And then they also purchased the craft education and e-commerce super platform Craftsy, which they then rebranded recently as Blueprint, presumably to appeal to a broader range of maker. So after attending a panel at the Comcast NBCU space, I was fortunate to be able to grab a few minutes to chat with one of the panelists who was Blueprint's head of marketing Danielle Wilkie. During our conversation, we talked about the drive to DIY, the cultural shift towards using head, heart, and hands to create, and why crafting finally had a predominant seat amongst the music, film, and art table at South by Southwest. It's a quickie combo, but I think you'll still enjoy it. So let's hear it now. Hey there! I am here at the NBC Comcast. Is it, is it Comcast NBC? Comcast. NBC Comcast NBC, NBC Universal Blueprint <laughs> Space here at South by Southwest 2019, and I am here courtesy of Visible Mobile App. I love it because I can shoot these kind of things on a whim. I know I can count on the service and I know it's only going to be 40 bucks a month. And that works for me as a maker because we are always about the hustle. And there's no hustle with that belt. So I am here and I'm thrilled to be here. We just heard a great panel and uh, one of the panelists is actually leads up the marketing department for Blueprint. Blueprint was formerly Craftsy. Before that, back in my days, I'm aging myself a little bit. It was Simpos. It was an education company. I was actually the third craft instructor and was a part of the Craftsy turnover. Um, and now it's this ginormous like space and like it's a force. So I want to talk to you a little bit about finally, finally, crafting, Yay. crafting, and the makerspace is is being seen. Yes. It's, it's visible now to this festival, which has traditionally been music, film, tech. Now it's more marketing than tech. Yeah. I got asked to, they approached me to do the knitting meetup this year. I was like, Amazing. I mean, so this just tells me that this is where the space is. Talk to me a little bit about Blueprint's plan, because I really feel like Blueprint is one of the reasons yes. that, that um, makers are being seen. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about how you approached this particular festival yeah. which has been so sort of niche before and yes. now is blowing up so that creativity is really just the foundation for the entire space. I
1: have to tell you we have been amazed this weekend about how all of these brands are all talking about creativity right so it's South by Southwest 2019 which was music in its own way creative mm-hmm. to start and then I think it kind of evolved into more tech, but really this year even the tech companies are talking about how to be more creative. So it's an amazing time down here. It's a great time to be in the space and as Blueprint, we are thrilled to be part of the NBC family now. I mean, a lot of people think of them as sort of big company, but let me tell you, this company is full of creatives. I mean, that is who they are and it feels rich for us to be part of that heritage and that sort of fabric in addition to what we bring to it, which is like elevating the makers of the world, which we think
0: is super important. You know, it kind of just gives me like a little like a little bit of the feels because I was set I remember, you know, a decade ago sitting in a small bar in Denver with John <laughs> say the founder yes. of Craftsy, and him just talking about like this thing he was gonna do. And he was telling me how he wasn't gonna take a salary, he had a new baby, but he had this idea. And now it just it's one of those stories and it that just makes a maker like me just thrilled. I'm I know. Thrilled to see where where it's gone. Um, what is your what is the message that you're trying to so crafting in general is often like the redheaded stepchild totally. of, the, of the creative realm okay. and mm-hmm. I fully believe and I, I, it's interesting I heard the um, and I came in late so I don't know if he was a doctor but he was a therapist yeah. And, maybe Yeah, he was a researcher. He's, researcher, he's actually a professor yes. a professor um, on the panel that they were just talking about, talking about sort of the um, science behind creativity mm-hmm. and so I think that, like again, like the convergence of science and of creativity, as in music, film, and a little bit tech makers. That, because that's converging with the craft, I think that's why the value is being seen. Yes. But what is your, how did you approach coming to this, to this market? How do you approach getting past those stereotypes of? Because I always get like. People will see me knitting and like, oh, my nana knits, oh which is God. awesome. Love her nanas. Right, right. But then I tell them, you know, I've created and hosted three television shows, written 13 right. books, and all of a sudden you see their posture change. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, there's value. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we have to work against. Mm -hmm. So what is Blueprint doing Mm -hmm. to sort of help elevate that? that? Yeah, Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that what we've
1: seen, we've studied this as well, which is like crafting through the generations. Mm -hmm. You know, like in the 50s, it was home economics. In the 70s, it was anti-consumerism. In the 80s, it was about Martha Stewart perfection. And what we're seeing now, which we get really excited about, is that it's culturally embraced in a very different way now. People are coming to it because of their intrinsic motivation, the joy it brings them. Um, And we're seeing, culturally, just a massive movement around the need for being present, being in the moment, creating those moments of joy. And creativity is absolutely a shortcut to more of that in people's lives. So I think it's just the world has shifted. There's divisive times in the world. We're always on culture. And craft and creativity especially making with your hands when we were talking on the panel about your head your heart and your hands There's something about the quality of the tactile nature that I think is really resonating with people right now and so we're we're, we're thrilled to be behind that as a mission as a company
0: I think there's even it goes even broader than that as well I mean we sort of alluded to it before there's absolutely a wellness factor yes. I have a book coming out where Huge I explore this wellness. a lot yes where you know you know, there's articles out there calling knitting the new yoga and that's really just sort of a turn of <laughs> phrase because it's it's you know But making if you can really sort of as you were saying that's be right. present can help We have so much information coming oh, like, at us every minute of every day We weren't designed as humans our blueprint as humans right. was not to absorb all of that So just sort of take a minute and then also to your point to put something out positive that's into the world right. While you have all of this negative That's, that's right. another part and then on another level last year at South by I saw this amazing trends panel, and one of the big things was that the trend was making, which is obviously yes. great, but really the under, sort of the, the foundation of that was the environment. Yeah. And so, because oh, people are being well, more mindful yes. of fast fashion, and I'm fast not, fun. like, you know, I'm the last one to give up my, like, you know, yeah. quick talks, you know, so, but I'm really, I even find myself really leaning into the slow fashion aspect yeah. of it, sort of putting a little bit of yourself into a garment so that it has value. Meaning. And then the value elevates everything, and then also, also you're not creating more waste. That's right. Also heirlooms. We've lost heirlooms for our generation, and that's That's right. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about how it used to
1: be that it was consumerism wrapped around a little bit of meaning, but now what you see with brands out in the world is that it's actually everybody, all consumers are asking for their meaning wrapped around their consumerism. And I think that this idea, like, look at it, the water we drink, the bars we buy, the shoes we buy, the glasses we wear, all of these brands know that consumers are looking for meaning. In the brands they work with, and I think that's just another example of what you're talking about, which is like people are looking for more. It's not just the things; it's
0: the meaning behind the things that matters. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I'm so thrilled to see the trajectory that you're creating. We're thrilled too. Um, And I will be cheering you from the sidelines all the way, as I am all makers. So thank you so much for spending here. We are full circle. Full circle. Bye. Bye. Thanks. (laughs) For more information on Blueprint, you can check them out online. This quick take was originally shot as an IGTV video, so if you would prefer to watch it than listening to it, you can check it out on my Instagram feed, and you can find me at Vicki Howell. All right, now it is time for what I'm crafting-ish to this week. So I'm obviously doing a little bit less making this week as I am here at the festival, although I do always have a project in my bag. But I am doing a lot of listening, so, In preparation for this festival, sitting in the shuttle on the way to the Convention Center, one day I was listening to the podcast, All Songs Considered. It's an NPR podcast and actually I think it was a rebroadcast through Pop Culture Happy Hour. But nevertheless, it was a South By edition with a bunch of recommendations um, and I really enjoyed it. So I encourage you to, to check that out. And my music, the music that I've been listening to, is a direct result of, I actually found several great bands that I've started listening to. Um, But one that really struck me is this woman, uh, this Inuit woman from the Arctic. Her name is Eliza P. And she is just phenomenal. Uh, She's got, most of her songs are in English. There's one song in, at least that I could find in her native language. And she's just, if you like, if you, ever were a fan of Tori Amos or you like more sort of like federal folk, I don't even know if I'm categorizing it, right? But it's really like I've been listening to a lot of her music and it really resonates with me, so maybe it will with you. It's Eliza P. All right, so audiobooks. Because I am at South by Southwest, I am going to just choose three authors who are here as well. So you've heard me speak about this a bunch before, but the Beastie Boys book, check it out. Um, Adam Horowitz is here as a keynote speaker. So that is one to see. I'm for sure going to check that out hopefully on Friday. And then Guy Kawasaki also spoke on a couple panels and gave some talks here. And his book, his memoir is called Wise Guy. So you can find that on uh, both of these are available at tryaudiobooks.com or wherever you find your podcast and then lastly a memoir according to kathy griffin she's performing here and is giving a panel actually it's probably starting as i record this as well so all right that's it for this quick take please if you enjoy this podcast rate or star us or like us or love us or all of the things it helps people find our podcast if you rate us especially through apple podcasts this podcast is produced by vicki hell in austin texas and mixed and edited by dave campbell music is provided by explosions in the sky all right be sure to ch- refresh your feed next week for a full length episode and until then breathe in craft out